Colorado Springs. Nearly 500,000 people. Olympic City, USA. Garden of the Gods. Pikes Peak. It's a growing city. Our local government has a lot of employees. What exactly do they do? How does it impact my life? This is where you find out. Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. Hello, everyone. It is your money, and you deserve to know how it's being spent. The mayor recently presented a balanced 2021 budget to city council, and the council is going to review it, gather public input, and they can make changes over the course of the next couple of months. I'm Jen Schrader. Thanks for listening to Behind the Springs or watching on Facebook. And today, we had the city's chief financial officer, Sharae McDaniel, with us. Thanks for being with us and giving us your time. Yes, we really appreciate it. Um, And even even if folks are not number people, they can hang in there with us, right? Yes. 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 It's we gonna, won't get too technical. It's going to be simple, not too technical. And um, let's talk about let's talk about your role in the budget process and some of the accountability in place. I kind of wanted to start with that because I think some people think the mayor or um, city leaders are like sitting in an office with their little evil grins and they're spending taxpayer money any which way they want, which um, I'm sort of joking. I think people know that's not true, but um, they do wonder how are all these priorities set? Um, and while we know it's not the case, we we aren't real familiar with the process. So if you can kind of tell us about that. Sure, that's a great question. So one of the things I'll say, we start with the strategic plan, the city's strategic plan, which we put a lot of time into developing the priorities and the initiatives in that strategic plan. And that really acts as a guiding document for the mayor and for the city council when we are looking at the priorities that we want to fund in the city. And so one thing I'll say is we have a very robust budget process. It actually starts in about March, and we start working with the departments, um, and finance acts as a coordinator. So we don't make any of the decisions, but we are the ones coordinating the process, gathering the information in a consolidated way for the decision makers. And so what we do is start working with those departments, the directors, the managers, what are their priorities, what's coming up that year that they know about, what um, do they need in their budget and so then we use that information and use that strategic plan as our guiding document and then we start taking that forward to the mayor the chief of staff those decision makers to talk about okay what are our priorities and in a normal year Mm -hmm. which this This is not the budget process for 2021 budget was not very normal but in a normal year what we would do is we would get all of the departments together, all those directors together and start talking about, okay, each of us have our priorities. How do we come up with a consolidated prioritized list for the available funding? And so that's a process that we walk through um, usually in late summertime and we provide that information back to the mayor and chief of staff so that they can start making those decisions about what do they wanna see in the budget, what gets funded and what doesn't. We also have other funds that are very restricted in their use. For example, the public safety sales tax fund or the TOPS fund for parks. That money comes in and with those specific sales taxes, we have specific ways we can spend those. So that does not get thrown into the big pot to say, how are we gonna spend that? that gets decided on separately because it is very specific how we are allowed to spend that money that the taxpayers um, are allowing us to have. By law. By law, yes. And by the ballot measure, we have to um, accommodate certain expenses within that funding source. So that's 
pretty specific. But the general fund, which is the one we most commonly talk about, is the one over which we have the most discretion. So that's why we spend so much time on the general fund, because really that's where you can um, get in those other uh, priorities and services that you want to fund. And so then what we do is once we uh, have a conversation with those department directors and the mayor, we, then we decide, okay, what goes into the mayor's budget? And that's the one where um, the second meeting, I'm sorry, the second Monday in October, administration has to, by city code, provide that budget then to city council. Okay. And so then not only does the administration have a say in it, we turn it over to the city council and they start a process also to review that budget, see what's in there. And all through the year, we are coordinating with them. So when we give that budget to them, there are no surprises there. We've already been gathering information from them and providing them with some preview about the budget so that we're working very closely with them. And it's a very um, consolidated effort. Right. So they're not starting from scratch. They are when not they, starting yes. from scratch at all. And then also the public has a say in the budget. We do have right. a public hearing and they can provide comments to their city council person or to the all city council email or phone calls or however. So it really is a robust process that involves administration, city council, and the citizens all coming together on the budget. And that public input is coming up for anyone who's interested. We want to mention a couple times during the podcast our uh, webpage that will be helpful for people. That's coloradosprings.gov slash budget. That's if you want to go and get more detailed information or if you'd like to go and see the date for the public input or, um, you know, different ways that you can give your input if you have some. Um, and so tell us about the highlights of this latest budget because like you said, this is like nothing you've ever done in your life, I imagine, right? right and no right. one was no one were, was prepared for this and, and it's something so unique and different. So how was this budget process different and then what are some of the highlights that people need to know? Sure. So the 2021 budget process, which, as I mentioned, started way back in March of Perfect 2020. Tiny. Yes. And then got derailed. <laughs> so did the right? pandemic, yeah, right. So did the pandemic. Oh, my and goodness. So it was a very different process. We did still look at what are our high, highest priorities. Um, we had to, you know, uh, be reforecasting our revenue again and again based on what uh, the forecasts were what was going on in the economy nationally and locally. How was that going to impact us? Looking at that, analyzing that. And so really, we did not have that prioritization process with the departments because we didn't have any additional funding that we could you know, decide about where that's going to be spent. We had to put in some budget reductions, uh, which we did you know, in April of this year, March or April, and really carry those forward. But we still have strategic items and strategic services that we have to fund, that we want to fund, that are very important, even in a pandemic, that we need to fund. And we did receive um, CARES funding through uh, El Paso County, and that was really critical in getting through 2020 budget year, as well as going into 2021. It created some savings in this year that we are able to kind of pull forward into the 21 budget period that really um, made it so that we only had to keep the current reductions in place. We did not have to cut anything else. And coming into this, looking at the economic recovery, I think that that's really great because uh, we were able to accommodate some of our priorities and not have to cut additional amounts from our budget. So some of the things that we were able to include in the 2021 budget First of all, um, when we, 
the citizens agreed to put the stormwater fee back in place, the mayor and council said, okay, if we agree that we will put that funding that's freed up in the general fund toward police and fire. So we are in the process of hiring 120 new police officers over the next five years, as well as 32 firefighters. So in the 2021 budget, we have eight new firefighters, a new sworn fire, and that completes that obligation for the 32 new fire uh, sworn personnel. And then we're also adding 10 new police sworn positions, and we'll take another year to get the full 120. But we were able to go ahead and add those um, in the budget process, which is a um, really great step that we were able to accomplish even though we weren't sure we were going to at first, we were able to do that um, because of some of that CARES funding and carrying forward those reductions. Also, we were able to put some money toward our mountain metro transit system, and we're going to have an additional route that will go down by the new Amazon facility and loop around the airport. We've not had an airport bus route before. Right, that's brand new. This is brand new, so it's very exciting, and it's been a big uh, hope and desire for a couple of years now, and we were able to do that uh, now uh, with this 2021 budget, as well as we're putting uh, some additional money toward critical vehicle and equipment replacement, as well as our critical facility maintenance. The city has a lot of facilities, and it's one of the things that sometimes gets cut first, and so we really thought it was important through this process to go ahead and just get some of that back so that we could be maintaining all of our workspaces um, appropriately. Right. I mean, that's more important than you think about. It's right. the small stuff, but it really does add up. And I was actually just talking with our um, department manager for that area, and he was saying, yes, we have over 140 facilities, which sometimes right. we don't realize that is a lot to take care of. It is. So... Um, I want to go back to something you, you sort of alluded to uh, about how well we've been able to do. And of course, the CARES Act has been a big part of that. Um, you know, we're still facing challenges, but it seems that our financial situation is is better than some of the other municipalities we're hearing about across the state and across the country. Um, for example, we have not had to furlough employees. Um, can you talk about that a little bit and why we're in the position that we are? Or maybe it just seems that way to me. I think we are in a better position than many entities that we've been hearing about. And I think that it's really a combination. One thing is we did receive the CARES uh, stimulus funding through the county. That was very beneficial. But also, we really had all the departments come together when we said, whoa, this is crazy. We're having a very large revenue impact. It's an economic you know, dropping out, the just the bottom dropped out of the economy. And really, all of the departments in the city really came together. They understood what was happening and came to the table and cooperated and said, what can we do? And so I really give a lot of credit to our departments for just being willing to say, okay, here's what I can do. Here's what I can do. I can manage here. I can manage there. And it really was a group effort. So I really appreciate all of those departments' mm-hmm. contributions and Uh, We're all going without something this year and in 21. So it really is uh, kind of all coming together to solve the problem. And we also have had um, our sales tax revenue not being as bad as we thought it would be. So we're seeing now it's leveling off a little bit. We're collecting about what we did last year, which really is fortunate. And uh, we didn't think we'd be back quite to that level yet. So that's really beneficial to the city and that's adding to uh, that maintenance of 
the budgets into 21. And that's a testament to to people just going out there and, and spending again yes, and realizing and, the importance of yes, that. Yes, and being willing to support the restaurants and the small businesses and uh, people, I think, are home, maybe doing some home renovation projects, some construction projects. All of that helps. That helps our economy. That uh, circulates the, the funds in our economy, which is really beneficial. And we're seeing the results of that. It's really great. I mean, it is that cliche line that we hear over and over again. I know some people roll their eyes where we say we're all in it together. Yep. But in this situation, when it comes to the finances, you really do need everybody at the table yes. and on board. Right. Um, and it seems so far the city of Colorado Springs has, has been on board, you know, everyone. So that's very cooperative. And, um, we've been just trying to keep everyone up to date and informed and really, uh, yeah, I just credit everyone in the organization and everyone in the whole city for kind of maintaining going out and still, still being active in the community. So what do you think about, um, what, what do, what does the public need to know at this point in the budget process? Just that you, you know, that web page that I mentioned before, coloradosprings.gov slash budget, that's a, a good resource for people to go and visit. Um, and you really, I just want to emphasize, you really do want to hear from them. This yes. isn't just um, some process that's going forward without any input. That's right. And we are providing all of these citizens to the community for the community. Um, we all live here. We all work, play here. And so we want it to be what you want and provide the services that you're interested in and so we do have public input on the budget also the counselors you know talk to their constituents and uh, receive input on that so it is it's a very large budget i know it's a lot to try to consume and understand but it is we're interested in making sure that we're providing the services to the community that they want okay and people who are not interested in giving input and just wanted an overview. Thank you for that. That's really helpful. We appreciate your time. So again, coloradosprings.gov slash budget for more. And of course, follow um, City of COS on our social media. Are you all sick of hearing me say that? Because I'm going to say it every time. But please keep following us on social media. Thank you for listening uh, to Behind the Springs. And we hope you will tune in next time. Mm